Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, everybody. Okay, this week, Tori is not with us, but Amy and I are going to 
do our best, move forward. I did not sleep last night. I'm not joking. Were you nervous? I, I'm just like overwhelmed by it why, because why, I want to act normal. Okay. Like I want why, to what act- are you talking about? You always, <laughs> you're acting normal now. Is something about to happen? That's Tell everyone make you what's not... happening. Tell everyone okay. what's happening. Oh, you guys, um, Steve Sanders is going to be on our show. Just saying, he's going to co-host with us today. And I, okay, you guys, before he gets on, I didn't want to look like I was trying too hard. Like this has been, I have not slept because it's like, I want to look good. So I definitely- Which you do. Check. my hair. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I didn't want to look like- trying too hard or Check. weird. You're good. Like, You're good. I'm not going to lie. My shirt's like a little open bit a low. little bit, open a little bit further than yeah, usual. But I didn't want to mm-hmm. be too weird. And I don't want to be like creeped out because I still am, like friends with him. So I don't, and you're still, weirdo. yeah, you're like, still, I have a professional relationship. With, yes. Like yeah. I have to be normal. I literally for the last hour have been saying to myself, act normal, cool. act normal, act normal. Be- this yeah. is normal. Act normal. Act oh normal. my gosh. I can't wait to see how this goes. <laughs> So great. With that, let's have uh, let's have Ian Zeering join us. What's up, beautiful? <gasps> oh my gosh, you guys! This is so exciting for me. Uh, wait, but it's much, 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 much more exciting for Amy Sugarman. <laughs> Don't uh, start. Don't start already. <laughs> Let me back up. So everybody, thank you for uh, tuning in for another week of 9021 OMG. We're so excited to be with you. And uh, Tori is off this week, but we have the next best thing. If if there is such a thing, <laughs> we have with I us today. I almost said better. No, Amy, never better. Tori, better. Well, in your eyes, maybe. I don't know. But we have with us today... Ian Searing, filling in as a co-host. Filling hey, in. What's going on, Jen? How are you, Amy? Hi, Hi. everybody who's watching this. It's completely new. I don't do podcasts, but they're not. They're not watching you, it. Jen, they're listening they're to it. Anything? Hello, they're listening to it. Oh, they're listening to it. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Hi. Oh my gosh. It's, I'm. I'm giddy to see you. I, every time I see you, I'm just so happy. You're a smile maker to me too. Have you seen each other since you were on the plane together? (laughs) No, we haven't seen each other since uh, one of us kicked the other ones. Tootie in the in the. Don't even get me started, Jen. I've got so much shame for not (laughs) not coming through with I Dream a Genie. It's like unbelievable to me. Oh my god, let it go. You guys, he's he's talking about, we did an episode of uh, Name That Tune. It's coming on very soon on Fox uh, yes, uh, in the next like is. couple of weeks. So we can't give it away who did what, but there were mistakes all around eyes. So don't worry about it. We, <laughs> we can never live that down in each other's eyes. That was embarrassing. This theme song will grant you three wishes. <laughs> like how many freaking shows, how many theme songs... Could it have possibly been? Oh my God. I completely blanked. And I said, okay, nine notes. I figured I could figure it out in nine notes. And then you jumped to six, but Jenny, you little sneaky bird, you. Jenny, like before the show, is like, I don't remember anything. I, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I can name that tune in two weeks. And so she says, all right, I can name that tune in six notes. So I'm thinking she's trying to flex on me. And I'm like, go ahead, girl, name that tune. <laughs> and she busts out. I dream of genie, and it was a knife in my heart, a smack in my face, and a kick in my pants all at once. 
Ouch. Well, you knew, brought that. We knew she kicked your ass. We knew it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But you're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. But no, you did that, great, Jen. I mean, I grew up watching that show, so I had to know that theme song. I grew up watching that show, too. It's the first belly button I've ever seen on TV. So don't <laughs> even tell me. I've got graphic memories of, of Gene. <laughs> Feel shame. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we haven't we haven't seen each other caught up since Ireland. And that was just a great trip. I had so much fun uh, pub crawling with you or whatever that was that we did. We yeah. hung out, we laughed our asses off. Oh my God. As we always do, you know, people think that, you know, they're probably not friends anymore. And, you know, that's not true. We're really friendly with the entire cast. It's just geography that separates us. We don't have the benefit and joy of working you know, shoulder to shoulder every day. That was a 10 year event that set the stage for a lifelong friendship. And I'm grateful for it. You know, I'm so happy to see you. I, we follow each other's posts. Jimmy, I see you <laughs> kicking ass on the golf course. I never thought you had an, an ounce of athleticism. What? And now you're like smacking the ball like a pro. You never thought I had an ounce of athleticism. Did you see my skills on the volleyball court in season three? Hello. <laughs> Didn't you have a stand in for that? Probably. I don't know. (laughs) No, I, I, you know what? We've never done anything like that. I mean, yeah, in front of the camera, but you know, you, you really, I've got to tell you, I'm impressed with your, your golf game. You want to go with me? You want to go golfing with me? No, I hate golf. (laughs) I'm good for like nine holes. For me personally, golf is five holes too long around 13. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Oh, me too. Four sleeves of balls. Yeah. I'm great. You know, when I go, I like to play a best ball. So Me too. everyone hits, but you play the best ball. Makes it I'm go good quicker. For a couple, I got a couple good jokes and I like a nice corned beef sandwich <laughs> on the ninth. And then I'm done. I like a glass of wine. That's why I go, I go wine and nine. No, nine and wine. <laughs> nine and wine. Nine and wine. That's I, I, my game. That's why I don't love it as much. Maybe See, I should go. Yeah. You got to come play with me. Okay, done. Let's go. Let's go do that. I don't know, Amy, though, but today I, I, I was so excited that Iron was coming on the show today that I, I wore, I wore my tank top. I could hardly sleep last night. I had to get prepared. I wore my Steve Sanders tank top and <laughs> I wore my, well, it's not a belly shirt, but I can make it that way. But I also wore my, Did you, I, my shorts. I was can you see so them? hoping. My, yeah. Yes. Well, it was very disappointing. We didn't see the shorty short shorts in the episode. No, no, no shorts in this week's episode. Oh, like an, a bare midriff uh-huh. and, and shorts. Yeah. We, you know, you, I, you give us a lot of material to work with. I with the costumes. I'm sorry. Jenny, but. I didn't feel like I had a friend to clue me in on fashion. OK, <laughs> there was no mirror in my dressing room. Nobody what? spoke up. Who the hell wears their shirts like this? What the hell? You do. You do, my friend, and you do it Wait, well. Wait, how much input did you have in that wardrobe? <laughs> Not to be More mean. than I care to admit, Amy. <laughs> a lot. I thought I was being cool. Really? You know what? You were sure. Those uh, shirts. Listen. Yeah, dudes wore those shirts. It's yeah. a huge mistake. And you had big guns. Like, you wanted to show them off. Let's be honest. It was It was... It was all to deflect on on that I didn't have any talent, so I had to like flex <laughs> what I had. True. That is so not true. When, God. when we when we did nine hundred two one BH nine hundred two one zero, and I had to go back and talk to my younger Steve self, <laughs> I had to make sure I'm like, I oh, know I got something much better to warn him about the future. Never to wear those belly shirts again. Never <laughs> throw them out. <laughs> it's not the belly shirts that have stood out to us so much as the 
shorts that are like underwear, basically. <laughs> yeah, those those running shorts. But everybody wore them. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still seen wearing so them. much of your legs. Hubba hubba. <laughs> oh my god um yeah thank you i i thank <laughs> yes what, thanks is all I mean, you need to say look i'm trying to control myself i'm not going to get too like flirty but you wait you, you know what a fan amy is right you're like my favorite look, favorite i'm not gonna thank lie. you amy i like jason a lot but you're my favorite so you look good. Like, I don't want to make it seem like you didn't look good. And you look really good now. <laughs> but the, your fashion isn't good. In the show. <laughs> In the show. Yeah. You know, right. um, it, it's reflective of the times. Exactly. It's reflective of uh, of Steve Sanders' attitude. Yes. He was confidence. very, a mm-hmm. lot of confidence. Yeah. You know, he didn't care what people said. You know, that's maybe when he went home and cried and beat some of the <laughs> But up at that, you know, Steve Sanders was very flashy. Yeah. Uh, he did things with no regard for consequences because he always felt that he could possibly buy his way out of that. And later he learned through the his own evolution, the value of the friendship and and decided to chase uh, respect rather than chase uh, being cool. Yeah. Uh, and now that, that really was the arc of the character that uh, created a lot of facets to Steve. Yeah, but in the early years, you know, it was a spoiled rich kid. Yeah. Why, would, why wouldn't he wear those razor glasses that he had? <laughs> you remember those? They had like sharp pointy ends. Like what a, you know, it, I for me- I thought we saw kind of a really cool side of Steve in the episode, the backstory. Because you really did, you defend your mom, and you've gotten Michael Cudlett's face in this one. You were like, uh-uh. Yeah, I, I had to bring game that, that episode. That was, uh, you know, a lot of times they would write stuff for me that was unexpected. I'm like, oh, yeah. great. This is creates a little depth of character. You know, when we first started, started doing the show, I hated Steve Sanders. He was such a prick. He would, like nobody, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. I had a, a meeting with the, uh, the writers and Chuck Rose, I'm like, look, no one's going to like this kid. He's a spoiled rich kid. He's brash. He's obnoxious. We need to find something redeeming about him. Okay. Otherwise, it's one note and it's going to be a slow death. Wow. So they put their heads together and they came up with the fact that he was a victim of poor parenting, that he was adopted. And his mom, who was a celebrity, and his father, who was a, a, an entrepreneur, really just adopted a kid, maybe out of love, but more so out of like, look at me, I'm a good person, I adopted a kid, but never really nurtured him, other than putting $100 bills in his pockets and letting him figure out his ways uh, forward by himself. It wasn't until he met Brandon and Brenda and understood you know, greater family values um, uh, that he started to to evolve. Mm. You know, when before the show, the pre-life of the show was Steve and Kelly. And, you know, Steve thought, like, oh, I got this beautiful Kelly on my arm. I'm hot. And this is going to be the best. And we're the couple. And, you know, I, I think Kelly developed a, a sense of, of a greater depth of character in wanting something more and knowing that it wasn't with Steve 
the love that she had yearned for. And then when she met Brandon and Dylan, you know, it took it to a greater level. That was, that was her journey. Steve's was more about himself, you know, yeah, but very... you found a family in the Walsh's and I love that. We all found yeah. a family in the Walsh's. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it made the family that I had prior to them. David Silver was never in Steve Sanders orbit. He was a little kid. Uh, Donna, you know, Kelly and Donna may have hung out a little bit, but she was an underclassman as well. It just, it just pulled the drawstring a little closer on the group of friends that he had. Interesting. Once the, the Walsh's were, were included into that fabric. Yeah. I just love the way Steve is so, has always been so protective of his mama though. Like you, even though she's not your birth mom, she's your mom. And you, the, the character Steve is always there and like ready to fist up for her. And I love mm -hmm. that about you. Was that something that you wanted to play or did, did they bring that to you or do you remember? You know, it, it, once you read the words, you got to bring your life to those experiences. And it, it was an easy choice for me. Um, and I think, you know, anytime that you can uh, champion a cause or create a situation that, you know, might be uh, not what people expect, but have a have more impact than what they expect, it is always going to be a better choice. Uh, that's what the way I approach things as an actor. When they brought, you know, Steve's mom into the picture and then we found out that he was adopted, it's like, you know, I don't know what my thought process was at the time, but uh, I think, you know, if I look back at it now, if someone goes to the trouble of adopting a child, I would think, hopefully, ideally, that child would be imbued with a sense of gratitude and appreciation and go to the mat for someone who mm -hmm. gave, gave up a chunk of their life to share and nurture and raise you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there, that was the greatest gift yeah. that Steve ever got was to be adopted by Samantha and Rush, even though mm. they were screw ups. Who's Rush? Rush Sanders. Who's That's the dad. Who dad? Oh my God, Jenny. Oh my God. I know. Do I we ever I see Rush? that character in Never two weeks. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. You know, and then that, that time they bought Florence in, Jen. Remember her? Oh, yeah. I remember Florence. No. She You're and making Michael. stuff up now. You're messing with me. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just trying to point out that it made your character more lovable. All right? Well, you know, Thank you. We talked about that before, Ian, where I feel like Brandon and Steve, because I think maybe like in the zeitgeist, everyone's always like, Brandon and Dylan, Brandon and Dylan, they were best friends. But I actually really think that Brandon and Steve were, were best friends. We're mm -hmm. way closer, especially yeah, I, up I, until this, the episodes we've rewatched. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the opposites of the two characters really created uh, a mutual respect and attraction. You know, there was a certain sameness uh, to Brandon and Dylan that yeah. helped them commune on, on that level. But what, you know, I don't know that Brandon and Dylan were ride or die buddies. Yeah, like, I don't not, think. 
uh, I think they were great friends, best friends even. But I think, you know, if if there was an opportunity to jump in front of a bullet uh, to stop it from hitting his buddy, I think Steve would have would have done that. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Hmm. Brandon would have done it begrudgingly because he knows like I would never be in a situation with his guns in the first place. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I, I think Brandon and Dylan, I think instead of either of those guys jumping in front of the bullet, I think they may, maybe would have pushed them out of the way kind of thing. So while it's still there's still that uh, love, it's not the kind you would go to the mat for. I don't know. That's my opinion. I'm well, I'm welcome. I'm welcoming conjecture on this. I don't know the truth and this is all uh, theoretical, but yeah, I, I think Brandon and Steve were, were true best friends. I did too. I, especially just as we're rewatching when they really like communicate more, like it's Brandon will see Dylan like in the hallway and it's kind of like, Oh, Hey, and every once in a while they sort of have a moment. And I don't know if it's because of Brenda. I mean, I'm getting a little bit too in the weeds. Like, I don't know if you really could be best friends with your sister's dude. But everything I've seen always makes me feel like it's Steve and Brandon that are really the besties. We'll push it 25 years down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, are they still talking or like which which right. set of friends are still talking? Which set of friends are still friends but have grown apart? Like which one of these pairs probably talk once or twice a month, which pair probably talks once or twice a year. Right. You know, that, that really focuses it for me. Dylan was very independent, mm-hmm. very much a loner, very much. I'm going to do it. And he was I'll off talk about it. surfing. He was off visiting his dad. He yeah. was off with his girlfriend. He was more like, of a loner. Yeah. He was more of a loner. So it, it doesn't degrade the relationship as much as it really shines a light on the 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 closeness how tight-knit the uh the companionship was between the two guys and that's for both brandon and steve and for brandon and dylan mm-hmm. is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does my mom is my best friend my rock I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. 
we've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Okay, so you guys know Ian's with us, and we're going to jump into this week's episode because 
there's a lot to talk about and uh, we have him here. So let's take advantage of it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This week uh, is season three, episode eight, The Backstory, aired on September 16th, 1992. And since Tori isn't here, uh, Sugarman, would you like to read the synopsis? Oh, I don't have it in front of me. Okay. You do it. You okay, do okay, it. Okay, okay, I'll Such do it. Lovely voice. During SAT week, Brenda tries desperately to quit smoking habit. Oh, well, I got to try it again. Hold on. <laughs> Starting over. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> During SAT week, Brenda tries desperately to quit the smoking habit she picked up while in Paris. At the same time, she talks a little too openly to Beth Nielsen, a tabloid TV reporter, about life in Beverly Hills. Meanwhile, Nikki turns her sights on Brandon and tries to win his affections. And an academic shortcut tempts Steve when a West Beverly alumni, BJ Harrison, <laughs> offers him the master key to the school. Directed by Bradley Gross, written by Karen Rosen and Darren Starr. And starring Ian Ziering. Oh my God, <laughs> you guys, can we get Ian's opinion right at the top about Jason slash Brandon's aggressive kissing. Like a gr he's an aggressive kisser. I, that is one of my notes this week, Amy. I'm like, wait, Brandon just grabs whoever he wants and kisses them. He meets a girl. No, uh, Jason, uh, Brandon. Yeah, no, no, I yeah. know. He, he just grabs their head and kisses them in the middle of a sentence, whatever, whenever the impulse strikes him. Yeah, Jason's very impassioned. <laughs> You know, aggressive. I don't know. Let's oh, let's go with passion. I, like that I think better. that's a that's a better word. It's a much more uh, politically correct word. <laughs> I'm not looking to get anybody in any trouble. And, <laughs> yeah, and Jason, you can't say aggressive these days. Well, pardon me. Yeah, He's very Jason, um, strong about it. <laughs> yeah, but don't women like that, Amy? Of course. Hello. <laughs> that is a generalization. Oh, okay. Not all women like that. Oh. to be grabbed <laughs> by the head and pushed into a kiss. When I'm he sorry, kissed I'm, Nikki, I was in. I'm talking about kissed passionately, you okay, know, with yeah. intention. Yeah. Looking into her eyes, he, he holds her and he's just so taken. He, you know, he, he goes in himself. for the clinch. Yep. Well, I think I don't they know. need a cute I, couple. Jen, you kissed him more than I did. Was <laughs> that, did he do that every time you guys had that kind of scene? Uh, no, not every time. Yeah. <laughs> How about yeah, you? So. <laughs> Uh, actually never. He's never really grabbed me by the hair and kissed me. So <laughs> if he did grab you by the hair back in the day, he would have gotten a nice handful with that mullet though. I want to point out. Yeah. The hair's a little shorter now, what? about 40,000 hairs shorter, but <laughs> let's move on. You look good. You look good. Wait, party in the front. What was it? Wait, hold on. Wait, <laughs> party up front. What's it? No business up front party in the rear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You haven't uh, had as many kisses up till season three. Like I wasn't kissing anybody. Did, were you angry like about couple, that? Yeah. Was you, I sent some really. frustration. I, wasn't looking to hook up. I, I think my first kiss was, I think, episode 14 when uh, Steve's vet got stolen. And mm. when I found out that they hired like two Playboy playmates to like, Jay and I were like, dude. <laughs> right. I remember that they were playmates and you guys were so stoked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did, but we were more concerned that they were good actresses. Mm, mm, I know. Of I know. And, right. and they delivered. They we, certainly yeah, we, did. We recently saw the kisses with the with the twins that we. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you had the twin swap. Right. That was juicy. You kissed me. Hello. You don't remember that? <laughs> oh, 
which which time, Jen? On the stairs, uh, or perhaps before that in the garage when you made me practice oh, it with you. Oh yeah, all, all that. You're you know it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be a peck. You, there's no reason to stick your tongue in my ear, Jenny. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're rehearsing here. I understand passion, but and let's move on. You just have such hot ears. I can't help myself. You know, if you I had a nickel for romance, every time I've heard that, Jenny. The romances are a great part of the show. They're iconic. So it's like, what can you do? Like these relationships you guys have are iconic. It's all about yeah. that. Well, okay. So this week's episode was starts out on the SATs and everybody's like freaked out about the SATs. And I, is okay. I'm just curious what they start out when they say scan, discard, select, move on. <laughs> This is the teachings of the guy that's saying this is what you need to do to prepare to take the SATs. Is that real? Do they really tell people scan, discard, select, move on before they take the SATs? That's probably from the Kaplan School of yeah. Academic Research. <laughs> I, it makes sense to me. You know, you scan, mm -hmm. you look for the right answer. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't know it, move on. You, you, you narrow down what, what doesn't make sense. You throw away what doesn't make sense. Right. And then you take a look at the choices that are left and then, and then move on. Well, I, you know, I, I never took the SATs. So how did you get out of high school without, did you, you finish it? You, yeah. But how do you get out of high school without taking the SATs? I, I don't know. I'm just good that way. I, I took a prep course. You're going to college. Yeah. Oh yeah. I took a prep course and there was something like that. I don't remember exactly what that's probably exactly what it was, but uh, yeah, they, they teach you how to take the test. How crazy is it now that these kids don't even have to take it anymore? It's like See, I was ahead circle. of my, I was ahead of the curve. I knew it wasn't necessary. <laughs> yeah. They don't take my, them. My fifth grader had to apply to get into middle school. How about that? I know. I know. <laughs> it's oh. unbelievable. It's actually crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, isn't it? Aren't you allowed to go to school? Or did, isn't that compulsory? <laughs> I've got to apply. Yeah. If you want to go to here in Los Angeles, there's several different schools. And, you know, if you want to go to a particular school, you have to apply. It's a 10-page yeah. application. Mm -hmm. And there was no legacy key. And you got to pay the big bucks. Is that a lot of pressure on you, Dad? Hell yeah. It's yeah. more on oh the parents, God. right? Yeah. 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 Especially when they ask the child to fill in the last two pages. You got to, like, hand the form to them to answer. And say, and, please don't uh, mess this up. <laughs> right, don't, don't, don't screw this. I'm going to be proofreading your answers before we end this. In. Sorry. <laughs> I would love it if you were my dad. I think you'd be such a fun dad. Your, I, your I girls are fun. so lucky. I, thanks, Jenny. I, uh, you know, dad's the best role I'll ever play. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy it. You're it's a good best. one. You're a good one. Back okay, to the sorry, topic sorry. at hand. <sighs> There's a lot of cigarette smoking in this episode. And it really bugged me. Oh my gosh. It was a little bit like after school special. Right? It was Did so like perfectly vibe? placed in every scene and, and pointed out. And they Kelly's very against it. I wonder if that's where like I develop my disdain for smoking. Like I can't Ugh. stand cigarettes or smoking at this point. I don't think I was in one scene while they were smoking. You probably wouldn't have done it. If I know you, you would no, have been I, like, first of all, I abhor smoking. I can't even, mm -hmm. ugh. when I was a little kid, my mom had to quit smoking because I couldn't breathe. And I've never smoked a cigarette. I mean, I've held one and faked it in front of the camera, but I've never smoked a cigarette. 
and I like don't even like to be in the company of people that that do. It doesn't true. mean I don't like those people. It's just I can't breathe. So do you think they made that a storyline to ultimately make it such a big deal to not do it? I mean, it was very in your face in this episode. Of, yeah, like- she's smoking in a, a restaurant, not only in a restaurant, but she also goes and smokes inside of a an, a Winnebago where the <laughs> where they're editing a top story or whatever the backstory show. I'm like that poor editor man is sitting there inhaling all her smoke. Terrible. Oh, it really was Brutal. a huge storyline in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like it was, but I guess it, this is it that like she's, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be no more smoking after this episode. You know, that's one thing about our show. They did every once in a while, they throw in an episode that was issue oriented. Yeah. You know, something that, um, was a lesson to be learned. They would slide it in there and, you know, it wasn't too heavy handed. It was done in a way that was true to the, the demographic, mm-hmm. you know, young kids in high schools, they're, they're exposed to smoking. They would smoke to be cool. Um, I remember there was an episode where Steve freaked out because he had like a skin cancer mm-hmm. and the whole damn episode turned into a PSA. <laughs> it was so dumb. I was thinking someone's being paid to, Wait, to what season this. is this? I don't even remember. Later? But like, I'm like, what's that? Is it later? Is it coming up? It's later. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you, I can't you, wait to watch it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost too much. I felt. That was how I felt about the cigarettes in this one. Like I got the point, but it was a little bit so like on the nose that you're just like, we get it. She smokes. Smoking's bad. Brandon's yeah. better than Brenda. Like there was a lot of that, like where you realize. Brandon's the perfect kid and Brenda's the F up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That was yeah. really. But they yeah. smoked in real life back yeah. then. Like so, Jason, Luke, mm-hmm. Shannon, they were all smokers. You know, uh, that ended very quickly uh, uh, right after that. But they came to the show all, all being smokers. I think that that was it. I know. Oh, maybe, you know, Brian, Brian. was a smoker yeah. for a little bit, but mm-hmm. You know, he was smoking those beaties or whatever those clove things were. And uh, I don't know. Nobody smokes now. What was in those? Is that wacky tobacco? No, it was. I think it was cloves or something. Oh, cloves. Right, right. Ew. Yeah, just like, really? Do you? uh, 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 (laughs) I can't even. This was also the big legacy key, master key episode for Steve um, when BJ, uh, picks Steve to carry on the tradition of criminal action by yes <laughs> like what he's it's passed down by generations and generations of like breaking into the schools like grade banks or something what's a grade yeah, bank to get in and steal tests or do whatever and it was perfect for Steve because he's just the kind of guy that will take advantage of a situation where he can get over on the man and did the you man- end up did you end up taking the key? And I can't remember. I think we know yet. It's, it's like, like you don't know. If you have it. He has the key, but we don't know if you use it yet. Yeah, I'm not going to give away any secrets, but uh, Steve has a legacy key. And what do you think he's going to do with it? Okay. <laughs> you really don't have to think too hard on this one. It's almost. Yeah, did you not think that was so like, okay, so BJ Harrison or whatever his name was. Who I liked, so- by the way. Yeah, he was cute. Yeah. And that was yeah. also a little tidbit. That was Brooke Langton playing Suds Lipton. You guys remember her? She like went on to be on Melrose Place. Oh, his girlfriend? Yeah. And her name was Yeah, she was cute. Yeah, she was cute. She went on to like do a lot of acting. But 
that guy is so mean to Steve, but yet he picked Steve to give him the key. It was like so weird. It's like, you're being so mean to my Steve, but yet you're choosing him to give him this like key. Yeah. He had to bust your chops or something. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no attempt to no. There was no reason not to bust Steve's chops. I mean, there's like, he's the only one on the entire cast that you can bust chops without like it. Steve. Do you like him? Like, I want to know I? what Ian feels about Steve. Like, really? Oh, oh, Amy, Steve Sanders has been very good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like Steve. What's not I appreciate like? Steve. <laughs> Steve, uh, you know, everywhere I go, literally in the world, um, I'm reminded uh, how much I appreciate Steve because of the the joy and pleasure and fun that he brought to so many people around the world. He's like, for me, he's like the gift that keeps on giving fortunate for me in 2000, I got to live my own life. Then, you know, Steve and I stopped sharing an existence. Uh, His life though stunted will go on a lot longer than mine. But uh, I did like Steve. He was a jungle gym to play. You know, he was an opportunity for me. I never missed a day of work in 10 years. I was never too sick that I didn't go in. It was uh, for loss. I lost a grandma. My mom passed away during that. Those are the only days that I missed work. And you were never late. I don't remember a time where you were ever late. I, you know what? I would jump. I still do. I jump out of bed every morning and like, make my move. I think it's going to be a good one. I psych myself up. (laughs) You know, change my physiology to give myself the passion to to get after it. And hey, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Let me talk to you about that for a second. You do you you every morning you have to like psych yourself up. Like we all do, but like you really do it. It's not really psyching myself up. It's more of like season the carpe diem, mother. In, incantations every day in every way. I'm getting stronger and stronger every day in every way. I'm getting stronger and stronger. I'm in the shower like every day and every day. Yeah. <laughs> You, you believe in positive affirmations. That's what you're Absolutely. saying. I like look at that. Look at how excited I am right now. You have more because... energy than any yeah. person I've ever known. You've always had more energy, more positivity. Why? Why making fun of my hairy arms? Or... No, no. My the, uh, the my arm hair is standing up. I've just oh, got myself it's... in such a state that it's like it's because you're talking to me. What are you talking about? I'm very excited to be on this podcast <laughs> with you guys to begin with. But you know, when you talk about coming to work. I, I love what I do. Oh, I absolutely love, love, love what I do. I you hope know? everyone and, listening realizes like you are genuinely the nicest person. Like, no, you, I kick dogs. You are spit <laughs> on children. I'm like, I've got Jenny, edge. you should I've got see, edge. Cause I, edge. when I texted, I am, cause I texted him last minute. Like, can you fill in for Tori? Like you are the nicest person. I got to change that attitude. <laughs> it's not Wait. working for you. I have to ask you guys. So Hollywood four five six nine wants to know where do you see Steve Sanders in twenty twenty two? Oh, clearly, I see him in the cloud forest of Costa Rica, where he <laughs> is the personal life coach to the world's most interesting man. I mean, really, where else is he? <laughs> uh, he just pulls this <laughs> right up like that, that fast, always. Yeah, yeah, and um, he he. Is Probably. he married? Did he, is he married? No, no. Steve's really? not married. Yeah. No. Was I he ever that, married? Yes. He was married to Janet. He had oh, right. a baby. Oh, hello. Jeez, Jenny. 
Wait, I haven't the- seen that episode yet. <laughs> this is a hologram. You're not really Jenny. Uh, no, I, I really am. It's, he doesn't know anything. It's me. I can so you barely see the divorced. puppet strings. You think he has what? more kids? Um, I think he has more than one child. Yes. I'm not so, sure if he has more so with you Janet. Think he got divorced from Janet? You know, I think Janet probably divorced him. Oh. And that I think it's because sad. it's sad, you know, and I think it's because I don't know that Steve really has the skill set to have long, deep, meaningful relationships. Wow. I don't know that he's never really displayed that. I don't believe that. that. I don't believe that at all. I see you, Steve, having those developing those. And that's what you do at that age. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'd don't like sell him Steve- short. I'm not, oh, but there's nothing short. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to push the narrative where it would have been more interesting to, Steve, to see Steve have more ups and downs, right? You know, yeah. married is an arc, but like yeah. married, divorced, new love, yeah. um, being torn between, you know, you know, Two I, I, just think for, I just think being torn is so much more dramatic than, mm playing the marriage note on Mm. TV. It doesn't, I'm name three successful marriages that you've seen on TV. Monica and Chandler. Monica and Chandler. Monica and Chandler. Well, Oh, the guys from this is it. This is it. Yeah. That one. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the right Julie Bowen and, and uh, you know, what's his doozy on modern family. Look, we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are certainly several, but uh, what's your it's point? Just, I just my point is, I think it's more it's more interesting. Uh, there's more, more drama opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, otherwise, then you have to bring in more characters to to add color. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, 
Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s crews will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. TJ1210 wants to know who is Steve's true love? Who is Steve's true love? Do I have to like... <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Taylor, of course. Yes. Yeah, thanks for reminding me, Jen. Uh-huh. I'm like thinking, do we have to stay within the confines of those 10 years? But yeah, I think yeah, I, I would actually say that without you even uh, uh, nudging me, Jen. You know, first true love was uh, was Kelly Taylor. Yeah. And I, I think that though they're, they didn't go on to be a couple, I think that Steve will always love Kelly. I think he will always look out for her and, and realize that, you know, through his own screw ups or for whatever it was that they broke up was that she was the one that he let mm-hmm. get away. I find that like watching back the, the, the early seasons and seeing their relationship develop the way that it has so far, it gives me such an appreciation for you and for my relationship with you, because not unlike Kelly and Steve, you and I have a very beautiful, you know, longstanding relationship. And you're always, you will always be one of my very favorite people in the world. And Thanks, Jen. I feel like our characters sort of felt that way about each other too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. We bring our life to those imaginary circumstances. And that's how those characters bloom yes. by what we bring to the plate, what we bring to the table from our own personal relationship. It's just going to transfer 
especially since the writing facilitated that. I mean, if they created bump or bumps or or uh, uh, any kind of uh, duress between us, any kind of conflict, you know, we we would have played that. You know, I, I think probably would have had an underlying tone as like. I love you, but I don't like you kind of stuff. Yeah, we saw that so much when Grant Show guest starred with Jenny because Steve comes to the door. And I remember being like heartbroken. Yeah. In that. And it was, that oh, yeah. was some oh of God. Jenny's like amazing work. Like I really saw <laughs> like a Kelly change then. And it was like you were at the door and there's Grant Show and you're kind of like, hey, what's happening? Like Steve's so well, like, what's happening? And it was so, oh, it was devastating gut punch stuff yeah. yes the show would do that every once in a while it, it was great to have moments like that and they of course they would fill it with such wonderful music that would just <laughs> increase the sorrow or heartbreak the sound design was so great whoever did sound on our show was so good in making it uh play up or, or emphasize That's whatever so the emotion was. there's a theme song on some commercial that runs constantly right now on channel four uh about it's like some insurance car commercial uh, and it's like the, this like like this guitar riff and every single time i hear that commercial i turn around and i think that our show's on because it's like the same oh. sound as the theme song from our show now i've got that stuck in my head I know I'm going to hear that today at some point. I'm like, oh, that's what she's talking about. I'm not pulling it right now. You'll know. You'll know. Simon wants to know if there's an emotional scene that both of you remember, not necessarily with each other, but that just really stands out. Like the most emotional scene you had to shoot. <laughs> Poor Jenny. <laughs> I, I, you know, there was one, there was one episode that I, I think it was the same episode that uh, Steve's vet got stolen the slumber party episode where I really uh, just got a huge dose of respect for what Jenny brings to the, to the table and also an appreciation for how amazing our show is when uh, Kelly Taylor uh, had to talk about a, a date that went wrong. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was like the first Time that it was an emotional spin on what up until that point had been glitz and glamour and the the slumber party where kelly is talking about how um was it rape he pushed himself on you right something like that jen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm watching this and i was riveted because as kelly's talking all of all of a sudden tears start to drop and the camera's doing a slow push in and it just, it gave me chills. And Mm. I, it was at that moment, like everyone uh, on the cast at some point um, gained a tremendous amount of respect when Mm -hmm. I saw something displayed or that they brought to the table that was beyond. Mm -hmm. And very early on, Jen, you did that in that episode. I was like, holy shit. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we all had to bring that though. Like I think that that's why people got so connected to these characters is because Ooh. they really could feel their feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was such great work that I I didn't see coming. Um I remember another episode later when I was working with Lindsay Price. Um 
where I would, I, I don't remember the exact situation. I came to the door and it was either to break up or for her to tell me her parents didn't like me. And, you know, we had to do it six times for some reason. The director wanted to move the camera or he wanted another take at it. But, you know, Lindsay would start out with a, like a dry palette and she'd be talking and it was such an emotional scene that all of a sudden the water would stop and it would start. And, you know, for an actor to have that kind of skill is, uh, is really amazing, you know, to be able to be brought internally to a level that you're able to convey that sense of sorrow for an imaginary circumstance, uh, repeatedly uh was was amazing she crushed it you know uh everyone everyone at some point and it didn't have to be through tears it could be just through a particular line read or a particular situation where you know it wasn't expected i mean if i was that character it would have come out a different way but i was so enamored and um enthralled by the performance of each and every one of my castmates at one point or another, when they were given the tools, when they were given the words to say that enabled them to really shine. That one particular episode, Jenny, for you was like the beginning of me being in awe of what you're capable of. Oh, so sweet. I have a question uh, for you. Can I be the next question? On the line. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Jenny, you, six, two, four, five, six. Thank you. Thank you. Pick me. Uh, you have so many of the best ad-libbing moments all the time. Every time it's always you ad-libbing. And I know you brought so much, like in particular in this episode alone, the, when you walk up to Mrs. Teasley in the hallway and you go, you say, Mrs. T, how you be? <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Like, and I'm like, oh, only you could pull that off. And I know that wasn't in the script. You just brought so much, so much flavor to your character and to, with all your ad libs. I, I like to laugh a lot. I, I'm always looking for the humor in everything. You're just like an icebreaker. You were the guy that made everybody happy to be there. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. This is so sweet. It's like you guys really are. It's like, I want everyone listening to know, like they are, this is real. Like, it's just so, you guys will be bonded forever. Yeah. He cannot get rid of me. <laughs> not trying. Or, or any of us. Nope. No. From, not trying. From, till the end of time. This episode also, um, we see Dylan visit his dad yes. in jail. Briefly, very briefly though. But yeah. uh, his dad commences some, good parenting advice to him from jail and can and convinces him to make something of himself, go take his, you know, SATs. Will you, will you want your girls to go to college? Yeah. School's over when college is through. If they want to go on to a master's program or something more than that, that's an option. But I grew up in a family of educators. My father all my aunts and uncles, there were five siblings all together. They were all in education. My uncle was a principal. My father was uh, a music teacher and then he was a guidance counselor for his, his career. Yeah, education is very important uh, for me. Uh, I'm gonna pass that down to my kids. And if they wanna stop school, it's after college. Yeah. Good for you. My yeah, parents were educators too and I didn't even graduate high school. I, th I don't, I don't know. Growing up, so good. Growing up, 
I didn't know. I'm telling you, I was in 12th grade graduating, heading to college. And I spoke to a buddy. I'm like, what college are you going to? He's like, I'm not going to college. I'm like, what? Because like for me, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, college, freshman, senior, junior, whatever. I, I, I didn't know. It was an option. It was an option. It was never made like, no, school, you'll be done with school when you're through with college. So I didn't know that college was an option. It, it was weird. My father just, yeah, I had my brothers were 10 years older than me, still are 10 years older than me. And they went, uh, you know, one got an NBA, another got a, a master's. One, one of my brothers went on, got his PhD. But those were, I knew those were options. But do you still think that in today, in this day and age, college is vital to success? I think it's vital for a few reasons, not just for the course of study that you choose, but also for the socialization. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, you know, I, I've got a nephew that graduated with a poetry, poetry degree. Mm, not sure that was money well spent. <laughs> this particular kid happens to be a super genius, started a business and sold it to Boeing. He's doing okay. okay. <laughs> right? That's some, that's so, some poetry in my ears right there. Right. Right. Um, I, I, I feel college is important. You know, it's very difficult now that we live in a gig economy where people look to start their own business. I think the best course of study, uh, if you're looking, focusing on the lifestyle you want, uh, would probably be business because everything else you're going to be an employee and employees, uh, are working a job and a job, you know what job stands for journey of the broke. <laughs> it's true. People that are working as an employee are not going to create the kind of wealth that's going to give them the life that they may long for. You got to own a business. So I think a business degree uh, is, uh, is probably the best degree to, to go forward. Otherwise you work hard for a living rather than, smart for a lifestyle. Or even if you're studying something else to minor in business would be a good choice. I mean, I'm always telling my girls that too, just learn how to do business because that's yeah. going to be an integral part of whatever it is that you do moving forward. Absolutely. Because even when if I've, it's just your life, you're the CEO of your life, like know how to run it, know how to take care of yourself. Absolutely. I had a, I got a degree in, in drama from my college. But my father said to me, look, you better have a plan B. You need to figure it out because not very many people make it. As what was actor. your plan B? What was, your, what was it? Um, well, I wanted to do something that I could be passionate about. My dad said, you know, find something you love. You'll never work a day in your life. And, you know, when I was in junior high school and high school, I loved uh, saltwater fish. I had fish tanks in my house. And I thought it would be interesting to maybe one day uh, have what I at that time called catcheries around the world where I could uh, capture saltwater fish in their environment and then import them to the United States for the uh, fish tank uh, industry. And in college, my first two years of college, I worked in a fish store to learn the business while I was going to school just because First of all, I got wholesale prices on all my fish, <laughs> but then I also learned the business. I never I, knew this about you. I always wonder what that smell was, but I never <laughs> knew. That was the fish tank stank. 
<laughs> no, I, I swear I never knew you were a big fish guy. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a fish tank in 30 years, but in my early years, I somebody's figured, birthday is coming. Like maybe yours. How many Ms. days April from 3rd. today is uh, your bir- birthday? 28th, I believe. You're, you're four, four days after mine, Jenny. So yep. don't, don't even. Okay. Nobody's right. getting any younger. Nobody gets out of line. Wait, that's Make cute. You guys, have, you guys have your birthdays right near each other? We're yeah. both Aries. Did you ever Aren't do we? joint, like a joint party back in the day? Oh, we partied a lot. But I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know if we had birthday parties together. I, I, yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't no. know. They would always get a birthday cake for everybody on the set or on the crew that was in that month. And then they would write everybody's name on the birthday cake. You remember that? <laughs> So yeah. there was one cake for every month. I loved cake day. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, I just saw your eyes look to the side. That was such a delicious reverie. Mm. Lived in that moment. And you, just oh, you know, I'm hungry right now. I Let me tell you something. I'm off topic right now, but I'm doing that fasting thing where you oh, you no. eat, you only eat for a certain amount of time and then you stop Intermittent. Mm-hmm. Intermittent. Mm-hmm. I'm real hungry right now. Oh, you Gen X's. See, in my generation, we just call it missing breakfast. <laughs> I guess so. I'm used to my, I like my berries in the morning. Anyway, how do we get to the places we get? I don't know. Well, let's get back to that episode. Let's, 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 Amy, do you have Jenny, any other what questions? what did you think of this episode in general? I kind of loved it and sort of laughed at it a little bit because it was, I really liked it. It was then different. then I also was like, What? It was so different. It was so centered around this like news story and this salacious. Like an inside edition. Yeah. Backstory. I felt like it was um, a very special episode of 90210. Yes. A very special episode of 90210. Did you notice something super weird? So when you guys are taking the SATs, so there's like all this stuff's happening. And then we go towards the end to the SATs. And I was like, is this camera being handheld? Like you guys have to rewatch this scene because it was shot so messy. Like I was like, what did they forget all the crew that day? And somebody showed up with like their camcorder. Maybe that's when the whole like uh, handheld cameraman thing came into play. It was so jarring. I was like, wait, what just happened? Fred Gross. Rewatch it. He he directed this, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was our first AD, wasn't he? And then he became director. Mm -hmm. I think he was one of the, he used handheld quite a bit when he and had back so then, weird. Okay. But back then handheld was much different than it is now because they don't nowadays they have this contraption that the cameraman will wear, which stabilizes the camera. So there's no shake whatsoever. It's this fluid. Way. It's beautiful. And that's what they use now. But back then it was literally a guy with a, sh- a camera on his shoulder. Yeah. Trying not to jiggle or sneeze or fart or anything, you know, like it was all, (laughs) there was a scene, like everybody needs to rewatch it and tell me if I'm crazy or not. But I was like, what just happened? Like, am I watching like a weird, I don't know. It felt, the the episode felt disjointed to me. I did like when uh, seeing the twins together. I always love a good twin scene with Brandon and Brenda. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Um, I thought Brandon was particularly, I mean, I am, you're still my favorite. You're my favorite. I'm just going to never forget. But Brandon looked hot. Like he looked <laughs> so good. And yeah, I you've do been saying think, that a lot lately. I know he looks real good. I'll have to text Jason and say, you look good. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it like that. That's creepy. And you could just say he looks good. 
And wipe the drool off your face when you tell Don't spell it G-E-W-D. That gets weird. And I like Nikki. I think Nikki is cool. I think she gave Brandon a real smackdown in that one scene where Mm -hmm. he was like, just went, he kind of went nuts and was like, you like me. It's never going to work. And she's like, sorry. Uh, Yeah. Slow your roll there, pal. fashion is awesome. (laughs) So those are it. Well, I, I, I did, I did have like several uh, takeaway quotes from this episode, but let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll, we'll get into that. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash circle or the Target app for more details. 
Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions supply, see program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Cart. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, so yeah, this episode, I I, I don't usually cling on to like the lines of the dialogue or anything. I usually tend to focus on the boom in the shot or yeah, like yeah. the camera, seeing the camera shadow and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> but there was so many lines in this episode. Um, I'm just going to go. Okay. Uh, the first one that stood out to me was a bunch of ordinary kids living a world in a world that is extraordinary. I don't, I don't remember who said it, but it was in the beginning. And I was like, well, that's basically the, you know, the, the one pair, one sentence of our show was, it was theme of the show. Yeah, yeah. basically. So they just decided to write that in there. I guess, you know, that was easy. Uh, Did someone say that? Yes. It was um, that backstory. It had to be that backstory show. Mm -hmm. Oh. The like fake inside edition. They took it right off the IMD page there. (laughs) (laughs) IMDB. I don't think they had that then. Okay, another one was from the internet back then. Oh, right, right. I forgot. Uh, The other one was um, from Brenda. Dad, if I can survive the smog in the air pesticides in my food and the crime on the streets, then I can surely manage a couple of lousy cigarettes. Okay. You're right, Brenda. Go ahead. Right. Like, what is he supposed to say to that? The cigarette thing was so like, oh God. really, really annoying. Okay. Wait, one more, one more, one more. Hold on. Uh, the Mrs. T, how you be. That's my favorite <laughs> one. Uh, and then um, Brandon says to you uh, when he's giving him you his pearls of wisdom he says, anything you can't do out in the open isn't worth doing. Brandon is such a goody two shoes in this mm-hmm. episode. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I love anything you can't one, do out in the open isn't worth out in doing. The open. You can do a lot out in the open now. I just want to point out. That's true. Mm-hmm. But still, there's a lot you could do behind closed doors that are equally, maybe more so fun. <laughs> and the, my final one is uh, from you. As Steve Sanders, get out of my space, butthead. <laughs> Get out of my space, butthead. You know, that's uh, that was definitely scripted because butthead. Who says butthead? I, Beavis and butthead. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, I Wait, Ian, is there a Steve Sanders line that like people say to you in the airport all the time? Is there like a line that stuck? You know, like I choose me for Jenny. I think she'll. Yeah, no, there, there's not one. Particular... There's so many. You know, it. I don't know. Learn from the master, get to first base faster. Remember that from when Steve started his How to Meet Women course. <laughs> I'm Steve Sanders. I have a PhD in women. Just so many like so ridiculous many. things. Yeah. It must have been so much fun to write for your character. Uh, but you would think so. I didn't see many words on set, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. I think I, I, I'm just reading my notes and I hate BJ Harrison. 
I you hate him. I literally I, wrote, There's something I love about oh, him. Oh, I sort of was like, this is what I wrote. Because he says to Steve, try not to be a jerk to Steve. And I literally wrote my notes. Why is this tool giving the key if he hates Steve? WTF. <laughs> really get involved when so we watch it back. He was so mean to Steve. I was like, get lost, BJ Harrison. Get Who wrote here. this episode? Uh, I uh, Let me go back. Written by... Karen Rosen and Darren Starr. So this was mm. our creator. It had was a start in writing this one. Like, it was a good episode with with weird after school special moments. It was a it was written. It was there was a lot of writing in this episode. Yeah. Like I felt like it was overwritten. I'm thinking that Darren probably did the smoking stuff, or Darren did the legacy stuff, and Karen did the smoking stuff. Because she seems like much more motherly and yeah, like, oh, no, no, shame on you kind of. Yeah. And I think she also, oh, my God, I think Karen Rosen also wrote the episode where Steve was worried cancer. about skin cancer. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. it makes sense. I wonder if yeah. she wrote when you had, when Brenda had the lump. Maybe she really likes a teaching moment. <laughs> Teachable moment, people. That'd be interesting to see what particular writers that we had on staff uh, yeah. put together all the episodes of what they wrote to see if there's any common theme. And I, I would say that there is a, a common uh, thread in Karen Rosen's work. I bet that it, that that's it, that there's a, a lesson mm-hmm. to be learned. Yeah. Something. She was always a very maternal presence, like very motherly and yeah, kind of wanted to help and very empathetic to everybody. So that's that would make sense. Yeah. Poor Andrea. They really make her look like a teacher. It's like, was she in this episode? Yeah, she she had had one line in this episode. She had two scenes. One, she really looked teachery. She was like in a blazer and talking to Brandon. And then there was the Nikki scene where she's sort of like, be nice to Nikki. Like, what's your Mm -hmm. problem to Brandon? And then there's that moment where um, Mrs. Teasley or no, somebody's like, Mrs. Teasley's like, yeah, it's an expose. Yeah. And then Brandon's like running around like a crazy person to find Brenda to be like, I told you so. I love him though. He was real. He had a blue shirt in this one buttoned down that I was just like, you look great. (laughs) (laughs) Really great. You know, people watch the show for different reasons. Clearly I could see what yours is, Amy. I just got her takes me back every time. It's like, so it's like a, it's like I time travel when I watch it. I'm just back in college in the TV room, all huddled up with my friends. Like it's, it's really weird. Like last night when I watched it, I'm like, I'm just going to watch 10 minutes and then I'll do something else. And then I'm just completely like, I watched the whole thing. Wow. It's yeah. yeah, It's like a time travel. I've seen people comment on our uh, pages and things that they don't think we really watch the show. We do. We really watched you know, it. Back. When it first aired, I didn't watch the show. I would see it once in a while, but we were usually busy working. You know, we. That's quite what often, I said. I mean, I, I, like, I don't remember anything, but now watching it back, it's like the first time I've seen it because yeah. we, we didn't get the opportunity to sit down and watch it. We were always working. I have the entire series in its original presentation with original music Whoa. on a hard drive. Whoa. How'd you get that? <laughs> when did you we, get the legacy key to the to the <laughs> producer's to, office? I right. I 
when we started go when we went into syndication, I started to go to the nappy conventions where they yeah. would sell it. I wanted to learn the business of television syndication. And I got to know all the guys that were selling our show. And as a thank you for me going down there, when the show ended, they gave me the entire show. Uh, no way. The, yeah. Did they, did they hand you a floppy disk? <laughs> they were, they were uh, VHS tapes that I had converted. Mm. Mm. So I'm going to watch those uh, with my kids one day. I was going to ask should. if your kids have ever seen it. No, it's not. Uh, I, I think it's on. What's it on now? Hulu? Mm-hmm. Where do you? Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime. Is it on Amazon Prime? Every, I guess maybe you could buy. No, we have There's weird missing episodes. Totally weird. And I think it's music. There's like. Probably. Right. And, you know, you're not going to see. Jenny and I have to watch it. I'm like. <laughs> we have to there's a out great, there's a great box set out there. I don't know where a, a friend, a fan friend of ours sent it. Uh, Crystal. And. It is all the episodes of the original show and the episodes of PH90210 all on DVD. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So it's out there. It's just hard to find. I think I think you might know some people. You could probably get your hands on it. <laughs> Got a feeling I know a few. You specifically. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. 
Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restriction supplies, see program rules in-store or at Target.com slash CircleCard. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Steve looked good in that gray shirt in this episode. Just saying. We like to and what about, about my pants? Were my pants bit. too tight? Did my butt No, your jeans in? were actually really good the whole episode. Um, I... And you, the shirts are fine. It is the way too buttoned up high. It's not the shirt. It's just the button. And yeah. sometimes it's the shirt. Cause in this well, episode, yeah, it like was the shirt. Little, you were wearing like a this checkered, like a picnic blanket on your <laughs> oh. body. But then they switched you to like a great, or you did. Apparently I thought you had a wardrobe person, but now I'm learning you liked the shorty <laughs> short shorts, but you had like, just like a gray long sleeve t-shirt. It might've had a bit of a mock turtleneck, which I wasn't as into, but you looked good. Looked good. If you yeah. have legs like Ian Ziering's legs, you show them off. Let me tell you. You got some gams. <laughs> Look at them. Woo! You can still stretch and bend. Even that you're doing good. What's happening, oh, Amy? Oh, no, I can't. I cannot. No, 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 no. I know you. Boom. Oh, my God. Woo! Take I it can't. off. What's I happening? I can't. I can't. I can't. Look at your physique my friend you know you look better i don't want to be a weirdo but you look better now tune aging in tokyo like, aging like a fine wine this is on this is this is on radio right we have instagram <laughs> <laughs> you are shameless he knows he looks sexy i know you look good you look good. I can't. I gotta go, you guys. How what do you do got? that? Do you go to the gym? <laughs> what do you do? Do you work out five days a week? Seven days? What? How? What's your regime? My regime? Yeah. Yes. Workout? What is your regime? I, I intermittent fast, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my shirt on backwards. Oh, you guys, I'm so sorry. I have to go. I you can look, Amy. He's putting his clothes back on. It's fine. It's Amy. Where were you when I was like, I am, You're a total babe. I'm just gonna say it. You're a complete babe. I gotta go. What, what happened to you at Chippendales? Yep. He, I don't think Amy got to see that. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I wish I went to that. I'm sure I we interviewed you for that. But yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 
You're very handsome. I'm going to act normal now. I'm normal. I'm normal. Be normal. You're beautiful too, Amy. <laughs> uh, is there anything else to talk about for this episode, Amy? My what else we got? Best day of my life. Um, Just the fashion. And That's it. We talked say, about it. Well, Nikki and Vess. Vests on women. I mean, there was four different vests on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked when Kelly had that one dress on with the, like the tea back. Yep. And that Tori had some great looks in this mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. too. A lot of the, black, um, which I loved. And then yeah. Nikki is just funky and it's super cool. Yeah, she's so different than anybody else on the show. Yeah. We had several wardrobe designers over the course of the show. And I think, I think the focus, you know, really they put a lot more effort into the, the women's clothes. Definitely. They did, you know, because guys were wearing jeans and shirts and it was like an also ran kind of situation where the focus was on, on the women's clothes and they were beautiful, uh, you know, from sundress and Doc Martens yeah. to, you know, whenever they got dressed up, the women always looked gorgeous. And the guys, you know, Brandon never wore anything that was special. They just uh, put him in blue with those eyes he had. Yeah. Uh, and then the, they like those muscles. They like all y'all's arm muscles for sure. Yeah, You know, David Silver, he, his clothing was out there kind of as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve's, a lot of Steve's stuff, what they would give me to choose from was a bit outlandish. Um, and yeah, but the women always like had beautiful shoes, beautiful clothes. You know, they give us sneakers to wear or, or whatever. And it really, you know, it's come back to bite me. No, but it, it's such an important part of the show. Like, I, I like it really is. The yeah. fashion is a character of itself. And it. They, they would give me silk shirts to wear. And I'm like, can we cut the sleeves off this? This is ridiculous. They were like puffy balloon sleeves. I have a lot of this clothes at the end of the year. The, um, you they have say, hey, clothes? Do you, do you, do you Sanders clothes? I do. Yeah. Where, where are they right I've now? Got, are they I've hanging in your closet? Up in my closet right now. I've got, I've got a green silk uh, shirt, sleeveless shirt that they, uh, that they um, tailored for me. A purple shirt that I've worn. I gave Darren Martin one of my shirts, you know, several ties. Oh my God. You are so, you are always so smart to take stuff. <laughs> you yeah. always are like, uh, I'll be putting this in my car and this. <laughs> Well, yeah, they, they come and take it. You know, I've got I've got several shoes that I still wear. I mean, they bought me Prada shoes that like are so well made, beautiful black. You know, I uh, inc- those shoes are thirty five years old now. Yeah, but like a man's dress shoe hasn't really changed in thirty five years. It's a Not nice if they were Prada leather. too. Oh, Prada. They're gorgeous. gorgeous. That's called vintage now. <laughs> Great. I wore vintage shoes the other day. That, but that's cool. That's what you want. That's legit. Yeah, I want to see those shoes. Next time I see you, you best be wearing those shoes. Um, vintage OG. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. So good. Oh, God, I, 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 just, I love you both so much. It's weird. It's just weird. We love having you, you on the show anytime. But today in particular, thank you for stepping in and filling in. My for pleasure. Tour and... Just so nice every time I see you. Makes me happy. Makes my day better. Same here. For you both, actually. It's nice to see you Yeah, you are the sweetest person on the planet. Like, you are the best, I am. Thanks, Amy. It's nice of you to say. Mm. Regardless of how true it is. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's all true. It's all true. Okay, everybody. Next week's episode is episode nine, season three, High Wire. So let's all watch it so we can talk about it. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. So good. I thank you. You guys are the best. Thank you for letting me indulge me in my my flirting. You're so funny. (laughs) She does love you for reals. Okay, thanks. For reals. It's because you're so nice. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to be the nice guy. Trust me, you don't think I'm going to go back and watch the Zoom again where the shirt came off? I'm going to watch that. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't know what's going on my Instagram this week. Uh huh. Uh huh. We're going to get a lot of downloads. Oh, <gasps> hey, Randy. I'm good. Eight. At the end of this month. Dude, we. Randy, we know. We tried to not act crazy. We know. It's insane. I, I'm trying so hard to be professional. Just really, um, it's like. It's great to hear your voice, Randy. <laughs> Thanks. My pleasure, anytime. Great. Thanks for including me. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Love Get you. Have a good day, honey. Bye. Bye, Amy. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Did you like that, Amy? Oh, my God. Like, I, did I seem, I tried so hard to seem normal. You're, you're like, still a little flushed. I got to be honest. First of all, you guys, I tried to seem normal. He is so sweet. He's so, so, so sweet. He's so charismatic. But you guys, like he took his shirt off and I, I literally could not act normal. You were I, hiding. I had to, because I was like, I can't, I can't function. I can't do, I can't do this. Like, not I, me. I was like, let me see. <laughs> show, I show mean, me. I covered my face with my <laughs> notepad. I was like, I can't look. I'm going to act so weird. I literally just was saying. And that wasn't like, weird? Be normal. He's so funny and cool. That's why he's so cool. Oh, my God. Oh, that was so somebody, awesome. Somebody so sweet sent a message that was like, I don't have any questions. I'm just so happy for Amy. <laughs> I, was like, I love that person so much. <laughs> oh, I hope everyone loved it as much as we did catching up with him. I have to like fan myself. I don't know what to do. He's adorable. Good guy. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. 
Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.